This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. another episode of the reality is as always it's newer and today continuing our series of the kids are not all right where we talk about Vanderpump rules and summer house I am joined by Pisces queen and thank you so much for spending your birthday week with me um <laughs> Kara Berry host of everyone's business but mine hi thank you so much for having me and you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a big deal considering we're talking about two shows where birthdays mean pretty much the entire world. Everything. Everything. <laughs> and I love it. That's what makes these shows great. <laughs> what, who, what are you loving more, um, Summer House or Van and Pump Rules? For me, it's like straight 50-50, um, but for like very different reasons. I think the beauty of Summer House is that like everybody's right and wrong. And that's mm -hmm. funny to me. Mm -hmm. And Gabby's just doing whatever the hell she's doing. And I love that. Um, and then with Vanderpump Rules, I think we're getting that old stuff back. I'm loving people back in their apartments. I'm loving yes. Katie and Sheena hating each other like we're I'm not about to sit here and act like the sun doesn't shine a little brighter when they hate each other for me it does so yes <laughs> yeah I agree I agree I think that um the feud just feels so it just feels so classic you know it feels like when your mom makes you a food that you're like wow I feel like I'm seven years old like the nostalgia feeling for of sure. like I feel 10 years younger watching Better Pump World right now <laughs> Yeah, it's like like when you get to go home, like when you like pretend to be sick from school and you're like, oh, now I get to watch Jerry Springer and like more. <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like, great. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Okay, you're a guest. What would you like to start with first? Summer House or Vanderpump Rules? Ooh, maybe let's start with Vanderpump since I just finished watching that. <laughs> oh my God, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Vanderpump Rules this week, we're back at the Canyon Club in Agora Hills. Of course, where <laughs> dreams come true. <laughs> a magical place for James Kennedy. Um, Katie has now stormed off and Ariana, Ariana goes after her. She's upset. What do you think about this whole conversation that Katie and Ariana have where Katie essentially is like, I'm just afraid that they're all going to pick Schwartz over me in this breakup. She's right she's absolutely right like I mean honestly quite as kept none of these people are really that good of friends with Katie not James not really Ariana not Schwartz I mean certainly not Sandoval um mm -hmm. you know definitely she's already told Sheena to fuck off I guess Lala but who cares about her so yeah I mean I think she's completely right but like really what is the loss there for her because her like real friends are have all been fired from the show so just hang out with them what's the problem also like fired from the show to the point where we don't even mention Stassi's name did you <laughs> notice that yeah we, our friend's wedding in Rome yeah <laughs> <laughs> that cracked me up I was like wow Stassi they don't even say your name they talk about Jax occasionally like they they really do not mention Stassi like ever yeah, she's Bruno we don't talk about her and that's interesting to me because I felt like she 
has had like the most vocal clamoring to have her return yeah so i don't feel like production agrees based on that (laughs) no she's you know congratulations to her i guess she's pregnant with a second child i don't care and i don't follow her but you know it has to pop up on your timeline somebody stole i saw i I saw that and you know a baby is a blessing moving on (laughs) (laughs) exactly um, yeah, so I'm with you. I do think that Katie's insecurity is legit because I think it's like they're all going to pick you, but also you're not going to have anybody left to film with, my friend. That's Enter really- Christina Kelly. Yep. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> also at the Canyon Club, Raquel and James's girlfriend, Allie, talk. Um, mm. What did you think? What do you think about Raquel going to Allie and telling her about this Lala conversation and all of that? Um, I think it's pretty obvious that a lot of Raquel's decisions that she's been making are fueled by like Coors Light or something. And so <laughs> um, for that reason, I mean, was this like appropriate or necessary? No, but we're making a show here. So this is showbiz, baby. Raquel's working. Okay. She's earning that check. Listen, let's not forget Raquel is a pageant girl and she yeah. probably knows how to put on a show. I mean, that sounds like she's a stripper, but you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm with you. I'm totally, yeah. I think you're right. And she knows how to play the game. I just said, like, when you're a pageant girl, you've been through the ringer. It's like been bitch city. She knows how to play the game. She knows how to be sweet as pumpkin pie. You know, she's also Miss Pumpkin Pie too. And <laughs> yes. like, she just knows how to play the game and like separate emotions and be able to talk to Allie. And I think she's a little bit stirring the pot, but you know, I'm loving it. Sorry. <laughs> don't apologize <laughs> I think she's doing great too and I feel like she's like I don't have to be James's girlfriend to be on the show anymore I can just be my own person yeah but I will use James to continue making trouble <clears throat> making trouble on this show and as she should I mean he did it with Kristen so yes. let's just keep the cycle going yeah I call it nepotism except like it's mm-hmm. the people that you fuck so yeah. it's like fuckitism fuckitism mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know um Allie Allie's doing the same thing exactly like (laughs) this girl I think is smarter than the audience wants to believe there's a sharpness there like she knows what's up and and she had that conversation like hey um yeah I was concerned because how could James possibly say that he learned a lesson when he kept it a secret from you the entirety of your relationship and maintained a relationship and friendship with Lala how is that possible that's concerning yeah and so she does, Allie does this great thing where she sits with Raquel and kind of bonds with her and then goes mm-hmm. to James immediately, tells James the conversation. And in the confessional, she's like, I mean, okay, girl, I get it. Like, how much more are we going to talk about this? I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> she also has a point. Like, I thank you for looking out, but how many talks are we going to have about James and all the things that he did, girl? That's a fair question. <laughs> And then she goes to James. She tells him the conversation. James has an absolute classic James Kennedy meltdown. Mm-hmm. And he was trying so hard not to. What'd she say? <laughs> What'd she say? <laughs> oh, maybe I'll tell everybody she doesn't suck dick. <laughs> like, he's like, okay. <laughs> Did you see the Watch What Happens Live after? Yes. Where she was like, yeah, maybe I just don't suck James Kennedy's dick. How about that? <laughs> Yeah. Also, like, I don't, I don't think that men understand that that's like not really, I mean, I don't think that's an insult. Like if, if a guy's like, by the way, she doesn't suck dick. It's like, okay. Yeah. That's not the flex you think it is. (laughs) 
you know, <laughs> like, baby, I think you might be telling on yourself a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Um, at the show the, at uh, Tom Sandoval and the most extras, Tom Sandoval sings a song about wanting to fuck Schwartz's mom. Mm-hmm. And my note said, man, white men are weird. They're wild. The fact that he just stole that picture and was just taking it out on tour of like, yeah, this is 40 year old picture of my mother and yes. a mayor humping and yeah, having a good time. Like, literally singing about fucking your friend's mom. And we're like, like what how is this like this is crazy like nobody nobody else can do this like this is only something I feel like white people white men can do oh they love this cover bands sexual (laughs) innuendos it's a perfect marriage um at the party now Raquel gets drunk uh she's doing some sort of thing is she like taking is that water she's drinking is she chasing water or is she chasing like vodka with beer, I'm not much of a drinker, so I didn't really understand what was happening in the confessional. Oh, in the confessional, that was brown. So I was thinking whiskey and beer. Oh, yeah, which is okay. a choice. <laughs> She's uh, got the youth on her side, I guess. So oof, yeah, I mean, I guess. But after 29, girl, uh, we're gonna have to upgrade. We're gonna have to <laughs> really upgrade. Like the whiskey and Coors combination is. I wouldn't even have dared done that at that point. <laughs> it might be important to add an antacid to your uh, routine, right. I feel like, at that point. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so she gets drunk and she point blank asked Schwartz if they should make out. Um, His hat flies off immediately. I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> it's a cartoon. <laughs> it was so cartoonish. Like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a shorts moment because he is kind of a cartoon. He's like, oh, I don't know, guys. <laughs> yeah, I loved that. And oh, I love that moment where he was like, No, we can't. Um, are they filming? Oh shit. Oh, no, we definitely can't do this. Katie would be so mad. <laughs> what a fucking snake that shorts is. I love it. Loved it. Loved it. He's awful. He's terrible. <laughs> And I would make out with him. I'm just going to say it. Oh, well, you know for what? The story. At this point, it would be for the story. It would you know? be for the story. Um, We'll talk about Schwartz and the people he comes from later when we talk about the family stuff. Because mm-hmm. Schwartz has gotten by a lot by being the brother of those three guys. Hey, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, then the next day Sandoval and Sheena they visit Schwartz I love this like you said it's an apartment it's just people walking in mm-hmm. <laughs> very classic Vanderpump rules they want to give Schwartz an extreme home makeover and a life makeover and Schwartz you know again kind of like scratching his head and mumbling around says well Katie was mad and she said that I shouldn't see you Sheena I'm like you're so fucking shitster for sure for sure like he knows what he's doing like oh i mean maybe i shouldn't have said that maybe she was just upset when she said that i mean uh, uh, oh and you know like yeah you know exactly what you're doing bro come on (laughs) and sandoval has the audacity to say she left you dude um (laughs) she shorts cheated on katie like (laughs) yeah We've been knew that consistently, <laughs> but I mean, there is like an ounce. I mean, I don't know. It's like, this is, it's silly to me because objectively, I guess that's true. They're broken up. You can technically do what you want, but not really, not really. Yeah. Not if you yeah. want to like maintain a relationship with her. Like you say you do. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sheena immediately starts crying. Um, <laughs> she says, she says, you could call me a bitch. You call me disrespectful, but you cannot call me a troll. <laughs> like, babe, what? How? Her hierarchy is definitely not the same time. I, I was like, mm, I don't know if I feel like trolls seem like the best case scenario out of those. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is it because of like the social media? Like, I feel like she's very online. I mean, we're both pretty online people, but like, yeah. I feel like Sheena is really online in like a YouTube way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in a youth mm-hmm. way, maybe. And so maybe like young people view troll <laughs> different. I have no idea. I, I, have I do forget that Sheena's a vlogger in her yes. office. And I forget about that. that that's, <laughs> that's important context to bring into it. You're right, actually. <laughs> I just love that we're back to Katie making Sheena cry, you know? Thank you. Finally, <laughs> somebody gets it. <laughs> yes. Um, we go to Sir. Raquel tells Charlie. We see Charlie. Charlie apparently was in the Hamptons. I was like, were you on Summer House? What, what's going on? Yeah, like, we don't need this whole story about you coming back from somewhere. We didn't even know that you went in the first place. <laughs> you left. Are you on the show, babe? Come on. <laughs> she, Raquel tells Charlie that she has a crush on Schwartz and I appreciate Charlie because she was like, oh, this is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you sure about that, hon? <laughs> it seems like a poor decision. And, I, just, um, yeah. <laughs> I just love that. I feel like that's probably why production is pushing her away. They're like, yeah, why don't you go back over there to the Hamptons? We'll get you a job out there. Because right. we need Raquel to keep making bad choices. So, <laughs> But I mean, you know what? I do love her like trying and Raquel just being like, uh-huh. And, and just like not taking it like at least somebody's putting the effort in we do need her for that reason she gets this like blank like glossy look on her face like i hear you but mm-hmm. nothing is computing so I'm not but i'm not listening <laughs> i know it's like karen huger said this season of like i hear you i'm just not listening right <laughs> exactly <laughs> not sinking in babe not at all we go to shorts and sandies um and i don't understand this greg dude i don't get I it i don't either and i've been saying this man is weird and i'll say yes. it on your podcast that he has the energy of a i have that exact same starbucks cup by the way um <laughs> <laughs> the energy of like a dude who purports himself to be like liberal but then has weird opinions about like rezoning schools and like <laughs> people like it something is wrong with that guy and I thought from the very first conversation he had with LVP where he's like oh I didn't know what I was getting myself into like well they're really unprepared and I'm thinking why does that make them look bad that makes you Mr. Businessman look bad for not vetting the people that you go into business with yes so what what do you I don't know what the expectation is and also like do you want the restaurant to be open or no he rubbed me the wrong way when they were doing like the staffing and then he tried to like ask the girl how she waits tables with long nails i was like right what 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 is that they don't have anything to do with each other and i'm glad she was white because i would have fought him if she was black like i would have been pissed (laughs) off (laughs) yes yeah he's lucky actually Mm -hmm. that's a really really good point i also don't understand his deal um, I'm interested because of the conversation that has happens at the end of this episode, but we find out that, uh, the Toms are having some sort of a family night later on. Mm-hmm. Um, also James and Lisa have a little tea time. We find out James is again, up to no good, getting mm-hmm. escorted out of parties, fighting loudly with his girlfriend, classic yep. James Kennedy. Yep. Um, and when James, essentially Lisa saying, Hey, 
like maybe you're jumping into this relationship too fast. Maybe you're too quick to start drinking. And James says something like in the confessional saying, I wanted to have a sexy Italian dinner with a glass of red wine. <laughs> glass of Cabernet. Like it was great. And I did that. I did it. I'm like, okay, like we're all fine with your eat, pray, love journey, but you're back in California now. And like, I don't understand what is happening because you're fighting people in Agora Hills, apparently. So what's good? <laughs> Kara, <laughs> my notes literally say James is on an eat, pray, love journey in his head. <laughs> because the very first episode, he was like, you know, like I want to go to France and have cheese and wine. And right. I was like, what's that what doing though? It would help if people knew that like he had like gone on this European vacation with her. Like if they had explained that on the show, but even still, we're, the vacation's over, babe. So what's happening now? I had no idea that he went on a vacation with her. Right. It doesn't make any sense. What does this have to do with your sobriety now, James? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. And then he's crying because, you know, Lisa is really just so good at her job because she already made Raquel cry mm -hmm. at the restaurant last episode. They shared a napkin like the <laughs> lady in the tramp. <laughs> and, and and she's like, you still love James. And she's like, I do. And in this episode, she's like, I don't think that you're comfortable with like Raquel dumping you. And he's like, I'm not. Yep. You plant the seed and then you just stare in their eyes until they start crying. And then you leave. <laughs> Lisa's so good. <laughs> I love it. She's wild. <laughs> she is. They have the family night at Schwartz and Sandy's. It's basically just Tom Schwartz's family. I mean, Tom Sandoval's family. Mm -hmm. um, I was worried that Schwartz's brothers were going to show up. And yeah. I am always like, it's like a full jump scare. And I'm always so annoyed when they're on my screen. I'm like, why are we peddling these triplets out here? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we're done with the shtick of them because it was getting rough. It, it was also like Jack's now had those three boys to like lord over and act like he was so like oh god I had to do everything for them and that was weird too like these are not your brothers this is somebody else's brothers <laughs> like it was all very creepy so yeah I think they need to stay in Florida everybody needs to just stay in Florida <laughs> <laughs> cross the board yeah <laughs> you're absolutely right um Katie brings Christina Kelly because she mm -hmm. has no other friends yes. as a date and a backup and this is where they don't even mention Stassi at all. They're like, we had fun at our friend's wedding in Rome. <laughs> Love it. Love that. Shorts and Katie sit and talk and it goes as poorly as, as classic Ooh. Shorts and Katie. Ooh. I mean, and I loved it. I mean, he's starting off nice, but then he does this thing of like being the, oh, look, I'm a personal guy and I'm saying hi to people. Like, I'm curious of what you thought should have happened. Like, was that rude of him to like consistently be reaching over and like having these conversations? Like, I feel like there's a way to go about this where you're like, hey, and then you got to keep it moving, like make it known that you're having a conversation, but still be friendly. Yeah, I mean, Katie's one of her biggest gripes with him is that he never listened to her. And, <laughs> and he prioritizes everybody before her, yes. which is exactly and what he was doing. <laughs> doing it. He's doing it the whole time. I mean, look, could he have said, hey, Katie, like, I think I want to talk to you, but like, let's not do it here because I'm busy. He could. But this is he's the one that brings up the stuff with Sheena first. Yep. And when Katie is explaining her side. He's, you know, kissing babies and shaking mm -hmm. hands. Yep. And then he gets mad at her for being like, hey, 
snap, snap, buddy. I'm trying to get your attention here. Right, right. And then he calls her emotionally entitled. And then and he's like, her out. he kicked her out. Well, this is very Drew and Ralph, right? Like mm. she said, I'm leaving. He said, you should leave. And yeah. then, <laughs> so like, oh my gosh. <laughs> they don't need to be friends. No. You're not, you never were. You never you, were. You never were. It was always confusing how you were even together from yeah. day one. Yeah. The reason why you guys are not together is because you weren't friends. He's not a friend to you. Yes. I mean, what he does not care about you. That is very obvious. He, I mean, what, I don't know what she wants I, and I don't know what he wants either. It, unclear completely. Um, well, I know what he wants. I think what he wants is to continue to look like, you know, scratch my head, a, a mm-hmm. bumbling, like nice guy who's actually a complete fucking monster. Right. Katie, Ariana and Raquel go to eat cheese and drink wine. They didn't invite James. <laughs> Weird. Um, they want to go on a girl's trip and they invite Raquel to this girl's trip and Raquel. <laughs> Raquel's kind of a G like, I mean, honestly, like <laughs> these are the situations where we always say, like, you just need to be honest with me first, and I will take it okay. And she did that, and um, well, it that happened. That happened. It did. She's <laughs> Raquel is such a she's such a sweetheart that she was like, you know what? He's Katie is gonna invite me. Then I feel bad. Let me just open up and tell her. Like, mm-hmm. no big deal. Tells her, hey, I asked. Tom Schwartz to make out with me. But then Raquel does the Vanner Pumpy Shady thing where she says, Well, Sheena did put it in my mind. And Katie <laughs> takes the bait. She, that's all she wants to hear. She does not want to really be mad at Raquel about this. She's like, I want to be mad at Sheena. Oh, she planted that in your little uh cotton candy brain. Okay, well, <laughs> she's a bitch. it's her fault. This is also so classic, Katie. Katie always, always find somebody else to redirect her rage with instead of the person she should be mostly mad at right it does not make sense like I get you feeling some type of way about Sheena but ultimately these two adults the one that you divorced from and the other one are making their own choices they're doing it now why are we leveling all of our animosity towards Sheena yeah it's you weird. Know, it is weird. Sheena's Sheena's messy. <laughs> Sheena's Definitely. always been messy, but Sheena, I, I always say this, like, I feel like Sheena deep down inside does have a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I she don't is, think she really means harm. No, I really don't. She mostly only harms herself. Yeah. Physically is, and emotionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which is like always the best thing about Sheena. And I, I love that every season Sheena has like a new thing she's obsessed with. And then she, all she wants to do is focus on that thing all season. And this season it's shorts. And I think yeah. it's great. Better than Brock. Let's do Better it. Th- Please. We got like <laughs> that little like snippet of him making like swings for her. I was like, fast forward. I don't care about this. I don't even remember that. And I watched it twice. <laughs> Move it along, buddy. <laughs> Katie starts crying, which did make me, she's not even turning her face to the camera. She is very sad. Mm. And uh, she says, I just, I just want to have fun now. And I was like, well, this is, this is not going well for you, Katie. This is, it was bad. And I was like, oh, Ariana being like, Raquel, what are you saying? What are you, are you saying this right now? Right. <laughs> are you? Oh, okay. She, oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's go to Vegas and have lots of fun, Katie. <laughs> 
Yes, exactly. Um, then if we have Lisa meeting with the Toms at Tom Tom, essentially to berate them about their bad business choices. Mm. Um, and then she's just such a master manipulator. This one, <laughs> Schwartz starts crying, and Lisa has like this grin on her face, like, "Yes, Works it's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's happening." <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, and then she plots to take Greg down. Love it. <laughs> No, fuck Greg, obviously. We no, agree. Truly, like, I'm sure he's a great businessman, but like, if I had seen the contract, I never would have told you to sign it. Like, oh. So, yeah, it looks like in the preview that they might be having these conversations about her taking over. She is truly like a Disney villain. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, darling, I wish I had seen it. I could have. And then, and then she like wheels in, uh, God, I forgot her husband's name. Ken. <laughs> Ken. She wheels in Ken next episode and Ken's like, if you need money, I have that for you. And like she's just she's just so good. It was like it was like the it was like Ursula from like Little Mermaid being like, I oh, just if you just give me if I, we could come up with a contract and get you guys out of this little pickle that you find yourself in. And I'm like, need it. I fucking miss her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could drum up a few hundred thousand dollars if if you really need it i could sell a couple of my blazers <laughs> she, she misses having these boys by like their financial balls she really needs them back absolutely absolutely she misses that oh, i love it and then also next episode um lala is apparently gonna get in competition with raquel for oliver i was like lala you haven't you have you have the nerve okay <laughs> she is so Like, I mean, it's so annoying. Like, I just don't love this, like, aggressive sexuality because it's fake from her. Yes. It's so fake from her. Like, I just, I don't need to hear it. Nobody thinks that you and Randall were hanging off the chandeliers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, she just doesn't come off to me as like an overtly sexual being. It's just an act that she puts on people. And it's also like, I think she does it to kind of be funny. And I never laugh. No. (laughs) yeah it's not funny it's very sad um and that's a really good point because she would always talk about like my man his pj i you know tickle his balls and pretend to be on a casting couch and all this stuff and it never came off to me like this is not this isn't fun it's never been fun no it never gives never no it's always very (laughs) sad and (laughs) keep it lala bring it it on it's like a virgin it's like a virgin talking about sex yes it is like even her being like um you know I haven't had sex in so long blah 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 and I just wanted to be like but like even the sex you were having when you were with Randall like let's just talk about it babe like like do you even know what an orgasm is come on thank you (laughs) thank you I don't think I think she's having more orgasms by herself now than she ever did with Randall yeah and and still not really many you know yeah yeah (laughs) yeah I agree I agree all right, um, ready to hop over to the Hamptons? Let's do it. Um, were you entertained by this episode? I was. And I know that I'm in the minority because a lot of people were saying that they found it boring, but I liked it. I, <laughs> um, you know, did I need the scenes of Chris and Kyle like quietly playing, uh, you know, Connect Four? No. <laughs> but other than that, I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or or the shots of Chris just falling asleep in places. <laughs> How did he fall asleep in the hallway chair for like 
17 minutes. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. And I've seen very heavy drinkers. Well, he's a Marine. So I feel like his oh. body is different than normal people's. Sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> just powering up for quick for quick bursts and yeah then we go that's I'm so it. bored by him i'm so bored <laughs> of him it's so it's such a dud <laughs> <laughs> um all right summer house we open back up at this dinner where kyle accuses carl of being cocaine bear and <laughs> <laughs> he's having a tantrum he's like fighting with danielle he's storming off with his flipping his mullet storming off coming back in what do you think about this whole interaction between danielle and kyle i mean i think she's completely in the right to be giving him the energy that she is um this is really unprofessional on his end to be talking about this in the way that he's talking about it and like i like kyle but Mm -hmm. and i i just feel like she's right how long are we going to like nail carl to the cross vicky gunvalson style for the things that he used to do with his like sobriety or lack thereof like i mean it's rude almost like to be like oh he should be grateful and they haven't said that but they have yeah yeah i mean he even says like oh what oh carl says i'm sober and i'm perfect and i'm supposed to forget about everything else and it's like well do you want him to be a cokehead like what do you hey like would it make you feel better if he was a mess like i don't get it like yeah we're supposed he's allowed to change especially when he has clearly made concerted efforts to do so i don't understand why we need to keep dragging this stuff up and it's weird because kyle in one breath is like oh carl was so fucked up before and now he's sober and he thinks he's perfect right and at the same time he's like Oh, well, he's sober and he's still fucking up at work. And it's like, well, if he was fucking up at work as a cokehead and you kept him, why not just keep him at work as a sober person, even though right. he's fucking up? Like, I don't understand. Right. That's what I was wondering. Like, if he's still doing stuff now, why don't we just focus on that stuff? Yes, exactly. Instead of all the other stuff, because it makes him sound really awful. Yeah. Also, I love when Kyle like starts a fight with somebody like in this fight with Danielle, he's like, if you want to say something to me, then go for it. And she's like, yeah, I, I am saying yeah. something. already started. <laughs> I'm like halfway into it. <laughs> I think it's because it's so loud at the restaurant. Uh-huh. He keeps not being sure if she's actually like of what she's actually saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I mean, yeah I'm team Danielle on this one for sure Mm -hmm. and you know I know that Amanda like keeps she's not going as far as Kyle is but she is perpetuating this notion that like yeah there are things that people don't know and you know I think that's equally lame yeah yeah well Amanda sucks Can't wait to talk about Amanda later. Um, we so Kyle storms off and literally no one chases after him except for his silly little wife. Um, and we have a more exciting conversation. We find out that Gabby and Danielle dated Ooh. the same guy. Love that. Oh, I love it. I love this little friendship. And apparently, just now, right before we started recording, page six revealed the identity of this man. I was just about to say, who how did nobody figure out who this is? I'm going to page six right now. Oh. <laughs> I hope I don't know him. <laughs> his name is Brennan. I'm not, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's Gochus. 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 Right. And he is actually an employee of NBC Universal. 
So well, that sense because um Gabby said on Watch What Happens Live that their first date was to an episode of Watch What Happens Live. Well, there we go. There mm. we go. Wait, not I that can't cute. see this. All I'm seeing is that the uh Sam, the dude that she dated, is now dating Madonna. <laughs> oh, I see him now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's, yeah, Gochus. Gochus, gotchas brandon okay oh and he even went on a double date with danielle and he was one of the workuses the show <laughs> oh my god all roads all wow. roads lead back amazing mm, he looks like a fuck boy i would never have dated a guy like that no no way he looks like um, he cheats as a profession it looks like what he looks like he cheats as a profession <laughs> for sport yes it's on his linkedin <laughs> He looks like a youth pastor who gets caught up in a cheating scandal. Yes. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> he wears a lot of bracelets. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's aggressive. The haircut's too aggressive. <laughs> it's like a really sharp fade, but then you also have that beard. Yep. It's a lot. Yep. Um, okay, so <laughs> So Gabby, Gabby tells us all of this like amazing retaliation she did. She went into his account. She posted a shame, shameful message about him from his own account. I mean, Gabby says she loves putting this man in a position where he shits his pants. And I was like, (laughs) she pulled a Garcelle. You remember when Garcelle did that to her ex-husband after he cheated? Yeah. And she wrote that whole thing to like all of Hollywood about how awful he was. (laughs) Oh my God. That is that's an amazing connection and yes mm-hmm. I so Gabby is already an up an online personality as I understand it is that correct yeah I think her sister more so she wrote a book and they had like something called the press god sisters which I'm not sure if it was a podcast but it was some kind of project but yeah Gabby's like a fashion girly oh, okay. um yeah uh, New York uh, about town you know you know you know what it yes. is yes 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 <laughs> Um, after this, they all go party in the Hamptons and like true summer house fashion. They come back. Some people get drunk. Some people jump in the pool. Some people watch Netflix in bed. And I wanted to ask you, do you think Kyle showers after he comes out of the pool before he gets into bed with Amanda? Ooh, great question. Because it seems like, you know, he gets into like tortilla chip mode and that's (laughs) like powering down. It doesn't seem like much (laughs) happens after that. Um, so great question does it kyle seems like a i will get up at five o'clock run and then like uh you know take a shower after that Hmm. i'm not sure if kyle showers very often (laughs) i hope so i hope so (laughs) i would think that kyle would go and take have a run get in the pool and then be like i'm good for the day Hmm. do you think kyle knows about like washing your legs no no way no way first of all he has like hairy blonde legs so I feel like he he's never even tried to like look past any of that to uh, check his skin right I think the most moisture he's ever gotten on his body is like sunscreen and I don't even think that that's all the time Mm. no can't be no (laughs) Kyle does not know about what honestly I don't even think Amanda knows about washing her legs well, you know, she was the one who was uh, in the bathroom to Robin <laughs> without her shoes on, according to Robin Dixon. So, you know. Yeah, <laughs> say. of course. <laughs> that, that, so that tracks. Yeah, I was like, okay, Kyle gets into bed with his shoes on every single episode of, of Summer House. So I feel like that makes sense that yeah. they would both be 
grossies. Yeah. Um, the next day they're making breakfast. Um, Sam, new girl Sam tells us that she loves a man in a position of authority. Okay. <laughs> I have nothing for her. Like, okay, great. Use that on your podcast. Like, Sam is the we we know this woman. Like, we yeah. know her already. Yeah. I open up open care. up TikTok. I open up Instagram. Like right. There's a million of them. There's a million of it. Yeah, she would thrive on TikTok, just like Jessica is from Winterhouse. Yes. Her new boyfriend are thriving. And, you know, that is a great space for them, for people who actively want to seek you out. Yes. Not on my television. Um, not on my summer house. Not on my summer house. Exactly. <laughs> and also, like, I don't want to be an ageist, but I'm going to be. I just feel like she's too young. She is. Like, I feel like Sierra was about the same age but she didn't read that way because she was like a nurse at the time and like she had just come off of like covid hospital and like yeah. together and yeah she's just like sam was too young she's just like too young energy yeah she seems like somebody who like you know maybe grew up thinking like bethany frankel was like who she wanted mm. to be big girl boss <laughs> See, yeah yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Um, she loves Brene Brown, loves her, lives for her. <laughs> she, she read all the Rachel Hollis books <laughs> and she A didn't care. Percent. She yeah. didn't care about the plagiarism. She was like, so what? Still loves her now. Still, <laughs> loves, her. Yep. <laughs> Still loves her now. Exactly. I feel like if TikTok wasn't dragging Bethany Frankel, Sam might be like, well, Bethany's like a good business person. Yeah. She's an OG. <laughs> she is <laughs> <laughs> she loves kyle richards oh my god you know it you know it i'm and melissa gorga right now. i'm so annoyed <laughs> <laughs> oh you're right you're right i would love to ask Paige what her favorite housewife who her favorite housewives are because i know she's like a big bravo head mm -hmm. really need to know that how do you feel about Paige? what are your feelings on Paige? oh god Paige is like she's such an upstate New York girl mm. like she's just I know that girl I know her vibe like and, and the thing about Paige is that I think that she's great for the show in like especially this episode yeah. like she stirred up so much shit um and she's like kind of like she has a very she's got like a baby uh Disney villain energy like you know there was like that show on Disney I think it's called like the descendants or something mm -hmm. and it's like the ch daughters of Disney villains yeah it's like that's what Paige is to me because she's beautiful like a Disney princess yeah she does look a little bit like Maleficent yeah yeah exactly so I feel like that's that's the energy Paige gives me I mean I'm like whatever about her but I'm always like I'm always annoyed with her she always makes me mad but I'm fucking entertained by Paige uh, thank you thank you she's doing what needs to be done and I I don't know if I fully buy into this theory that like she's really actually I think I do I really think she doesn't like Lindsay and I can't really make sense of why but you know it, it seems it seems to be like a persistent thing but I also feel like we can only Paige can only be so strong she can only have so much power you know like, yeah, I feel like we all implicitly trust Danielle and I just feel like Danielle wouldn't have faltered that much over what Paige said if there wasn't, if she wasn't feeling that on some level. I mean, just like we can't blame Sheena 
for right. Raquel asking Schwartz if she would they would like to make out. We cannot fully blame Paige for yeah. like this whole idea that like people are like women are getting into other women's minds. I mean, I know I said that about Lisa Vanderpump, but that's a fucking fact. Well, yeah, because we see <laughs> years of down to a science. Yeah. <laughs> but like especially on summer house it's like Lindsay's in carl's ear and like you know amanda's and kyle's ear like no these are grown men these are right. grown-ups like did Paige possibly touch on something that she has seen over the years with danielle probably but like danielle wouldn't be sobbing if it wasn't true exactly she would have stuck, stuck up for herself like she has been this whole time yeah so Danielle, they're like having breakfast, whatever Sam is dating this, wanting to date this guy who <laughs> we'll get to later. Um, he's a boxer. He's going to visit them. Uh, but Danielle FaceTimes Carl and Lindsay. <laughs> it was really funny because she's like, hey, guys, I miss you so much. I wish we were together. And they just go, yeah. Like they don't <laughs> say us too. Right. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah, Danielle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then she tells them what Kyle said. And um, I was like, that's what I would do. I would have actually recorded the whole conversation on my phone at the dinner and texted it to my friends. (laughs) Yeah, like live texting them from under the the table being like, this is what he's saying. This is what he's saying now. This is what he's saying now. Yeah, like this is pretty fucked up. But yeah, I... But I'm like of two minds because I feel very strongly that Kyle tried to address this before the show and then Carl Mm -hmm. didn't say anything. So while Carl does not deserve this, I also feel like this situation could have been handled earlier and Carl chose not to do that. Yeah, you made a really good point on your podcast, which is like, if Kyle has emailed him in the past, it's probably so that this didn't come up on camera. Right. But if Carl chose to ignore it, his excuse was so silly. He was like, yeah, I've got an email with bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I was busy moving. I'm sorry. Does that like <laughs> land in any office? I don't work in an office, but that just feels like not something that you can say. <laughs> also, like, it's just an email. Yeah. And it seems like he has a lot of feelings. So just say them. <laughs> Why yeah. are you saying that and 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 it makes I don't think he realizes it but it makes people think oh Lindsay's in your ear because they're only hearing it from Lindsay and then they're having to come to you and you're like oh yeah well you know Lindsay feels this and then feels that but yeah you need to speak up for yourself sir yeah it's um it's not of course the extreme of Schwartz and Katie when they were married but it's hints of that because Schwartz would often not address the issue Mm-hmm. And Katie would speak up for him or Katie right. would be like, well, or like talk shit about Sandoval. And then it would be like, well, Katie's in Schwartz's ear. And it's like, no, Schwartz is in his own ear. Like, right. And I feel like Carl is maybe not as purposely as like Schwartz used to, but I think Carl is unintentionally putting his girlfriend right into the fire. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, Paige organizes a tea party. And then she's like, this is some like, I picked this up from filming a couple of weeks at Southern Charm shit. <laughs> yeah, I got this tea, this teapot from from Pat Patricia. Yeah, and have fun. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "We're gonna have a guy who's gonna help us. They have to make the sandwiches themselves." Like, <laughs> like, ma'am, we're in the Hamptons. Could you not do like Uber Eats or something? Don't you guys have enough credit to like not have to eat hot peanut butter, sand- peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? 
Like if I'm going to do the Hamptons, I'm doing it all the way. I'm not making a one peanut butter and jelly sandwich and cutting it into fours. No, no. And then like, and also if I'm one of those girls and I'm getting dressed up for this, I need to be treated quite well. This guy comes and they're like, she's like, he's going to do everything for us. And all we see him do is put an umbrella out and then he fucking leaves. (laughs) I'm not seeing us passing entrees. I'm not seeing (laughs) wine service. Like what's going on, Daniel? (laughs) (laughs) He just showed up. I was like, why did you even mic him? Blur his face. Right. We didn't need this. We didn't need the Daniel (laughs) storyline. What are you doing here? Um, they play games. Everyone's giggling over butt sex. Like, grow the fuck up. True. None of you guys have had aim. Not one of you. One thing if you haven't, but then for you to be like, (laughs) I would never be violated like that. That's what Sam said. Like, okay, girl. Okay. Again, this is like the way that you flag that Greg is a problem in Vanderpump Rules. Sam is a problem. If you think that butt sex is like a violation, I just feel like you're like, coded. Mm. coded language ma'am <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. <laughs> you flying a little too close here sam what are we saying <laughs> exactly amanda tells the girls about her reproductive health she's very scared she hasn't gone to the doctor and she hasn't opened up to kyle about it but she is You're- talking about this at this gathering thank you camera. thank you I'm like, what is going on? Why? Like, you have kids. How is it possible that, like, okay, you make the decision to go off birth control? Clearly, he has to know that, right? Like, Kyle has to know that she went off birth control. Surely they had that conversation. You guys, you're inside of her at some point, I'm assuming. (laughs) So, like, you know she's not pregnant. It's been almost a year at this point. Like, how have you guys not had this conversation? And also, like, why haven't you gotten to the doctor yet, Amanda? Right. Like that is concerning to me. Like I have two kids and I was around her age when I started trying. How old is Amanda? Like 20, is she 30? I think she's 30. All right. So it's a little younger than her, but like, you know, you go to the, I mean, maybe, you know what, Kara, I'm a person with sense. We can't compare the two. (laughs) Yeah. You can't make sense out of nonsense. (laughs) You can't. It is a red flag that Amanda cannot open up to Kyle about the situation, but she says in a confessional, oh, well, I don't like to tell people things that's going to upset them if I can't help them fix it. And I was like, what are you doing on the show all the time with Kyle? I don't know. Like, are you guys having sex? Like, what's happening? I'm confused. I don't know. I'm real confused. And like, wouldn't Kyle be freaking out? Would it? Because Kyle seems like somebody who'd be terrified of having blank shooters. Right. Which he might, you know, like all of these things are options. I, I, I don't know. Like I, I just feel like, oh, you know what this is reminding me of? Okay. So when Chloe was married to Lamar, she kept being like, I don't know, like maybe I have issues with my, uh, you know, like, you know, reproductive system, but like, she also didn't want to go to the doctor. But when, after they broke up, she admitted, I just knew deep down that I should not have kids with this man. And I'm just wondering if that should ha- if if that's happening with Amanda. I mean, ah, oh, that's, that's deep. Yeah. And it could be possible, but she, she's really all about that cow cook, weirdly. Seems to be. She, it was, they're so weird. Um, 
Paige at that point is like, Amanda, what are you going to do? Have you thought about what's going to happen if you go to the doctor and they say, you know, you can't have kids? I'm like, uh, yeah, Paige, I'm pretty sure that's why she hasn't got yeah. a doctor. I think that's all she's thinking about. <laughs> but good question, Paige. Good one. <laughs> Shout out to Danielle for being like, you know, if anything happens, like you have this whole, you know, universe yes. of people around you, like you're more than having a kid. Like, don't let this be your whole thing like don't let the sun rise and set on you having kids yeah it was really nice I was like see Danielle's a good person you guys are about to be terrible to her for some reason (laughs) (laughs) um they bring up bring up this Kyle and Carl stuff from the night before and Amanda tells Danielle not to say anything and Danielle's like well that ship has sailed right um and then Maya I'm like, what are you doing, Maya? I really like you and I don't understand what's happening on the show right now, but you're not putting me in a good place. I'm fighting for my life for Maya. I really <laughs> am. I'm just like in a corner boxing for my life. I I, I was like, want her to win. Yeah, because like right before that, she's talking about like she's like, I don't want kids. Oliver knows I don't want kids. And like she's like having this like very like open conversation about like women don't have to do this. Like it's totally fine, whatever. And then she says to Danielle, you know, this conversation has nothing to do with us, this Kyle and Carl conversation. And now it's turned into a house thing. Like, why are we even talking about that? I'm like, um, <laughs> Maya. I mean, who got the ball rolling, babe? And who was Kyle talking to when he was talking about Carl being a cokehead? Right. Mm-hmm. It was you. <laughs> it was you. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're, we have to be a little bit like more uh, transparent with ourselves about that. Like, but I probably have done that, like talk shit about people and then be like, why is, why is the whole oh. universe talking about that? I'm like, oh, I have no responsibility for this whatsoever. Why can't we all just get along? Oh my God. That's like my entire teens and early yeah, right. 20s. <laughs> why are we always talking about them? <laughs> I'm a Virgo. And we love to make like very, we like to make observations about people. And we think that we're doing it in a way where we're like, it's just a general observation. And then somebody will take that and be like, she was talking shit. And I'm like, I wasn't, I was just like Uh making a general observation. So so I get it. I do. I have a Virgo sister. I I know that well. Uh (laughs) Um, While the girls are having a tea party, Kyle and Chris are hanging out playing connect for very boring. <laughs> Oliver couldn't save the situation. Whoever that short man Oliver brought couldn't save the situation. Rob. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever it was. <laughs> the girls come and, and join them and they're all fucking hammered. Um, Chris, <laughs> dweeb, like just such a dork. Ugh. The man gets friend zoned so quickly every single time every <laughs> single time like Paige met him and immediately just belched right in his face like i he, he has no vibes none <laughs> none he said like two episodes ago that like he has he his mom never like let him have a girlfriend or like focus shows. on relationships yeah it shows and i was like are you a virgin <laughs> it's kidding <laughs> I would not be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. And like, I, I feel like he has like a pretty cool profession, like traveling around being a photographer. You're living in the city, I guess. Like, how is this possible? Yeah, and he's not a bad looking guy. He's cute. It's and it's so hard to tell because he's just he's he's so lame that I can't even <laughs> tell if he's hot or not. And neither can Sierra. She's like, bro, 
I will leave you dead if you try to make another nurse flirtation at me. Who makes a mouth-to-mouth CPR joke? I mean, <laughs> what in the 19... Like, you're... What, what is 1973? Like, ew. <laughs> like, who says so corny? That's so corny. <laughs> See, Oliver's there. What's with the girls rubbing up on Oliver? What do you make of this? Ladies love him, I guess. <laughs> I mean... He, I have, um, I've been in the room with Oliver a few times. Oh, like I've been oh. in his presence a few times and he's a very good looking man. He's tall, seems to be working out a lot. I, every time I see him, he's like glistening with sweat, like just oh. perfect. And you know, he, he's, he's a good looking guy. He's a good looking guy for sure. I mean, I don't know if I would, I would cut somebody. <laughs> <laughs> doing i was like wow what's happening here yeah they have a very um open like oliver's america's boyfriend situation like he's Paige's boyfriend and sierra's boyfriend too (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's not for everybody i get that i get that i just kind of want to be like can we get a backstory like i wasn't on this ride and now i'm here and i don't know how it got here hey and it seems like maybe oliver and craig have some sort of friendship and we don't know anything about that i i don't know what do you guys even talk about (laughs) <laughs> True. What, what what do they possibly have in common <laughs> um amanda tells kyle what danielle said at the tea party that she has already informed uh rad house of kyle talking shit and um danielle is a little bit drunk and she's just going around telling anybody who'll listen that she wants to talk to kyle but he's drunk and i'm like well danielle you're drunk too yeah <laughs> and that uh, was the first time he actually didn't really seem that wasted yeah i mean he does and then uh, suddenly he is yeah yeah i realized watching this episode that kyle is dorinda medley like he's <laughs> you call him he has like standing desk energy uh-huh he's dorinda medley at a standing desk like that's who because sure. he like wants to be the best host like he wants to have the party house and then he gets really mad if everybody doesn't have like the best fucking time he yeah, loves he's to also get got that like what i call it like italics voice we're like <laughs> it's just kind of like it takes one drink and you sound like a crazy person like because <laughs> you're already teetering on the line with like no drink in you and then just like half a sip of vodka and it's like <laughs> yeah and they both kind of have that like even when they're sober they both have that sort of gravelly voice of, mm-hmm. like and then when they get drunk it's just like all unintelligible slurring yeah all the time so like yeah. <laughs> what I loved about the scene is that Danielle seems like she's sitting there and she's talking to somebody how she can't talk to Kyle right now because it's going to be a pointless discussion and then the camera pans out and Kyle is right next to her like a foot and a half away like what excuse me (laughs) I'm loving this like it keeps happening on New Jersey too where these people are literally these groups of people are like three feet away from each other and it keeps happening with Danielle especially so like I can hear you guys talking about me like what what yes (laughs) like girl you you're you're they were literally literally facing each other you know that he's watching you <laughs> it's amazing now this time kyle storms off he has another tantrum he flips flips his mullet and he walks away and he but he, he's not so nice he calls danielle toxic so, mm. uh, toxic he says this is all you've been talking about the entire time you've been here i was like well it's only been like t- 24 hours yeah. like, <laughs> like really, has she? we've been like one sleep in this house for danielle like it, okay okay <laughs> 
Uh, he storms off. And then this is where Paige, um, you know, she gets into full evil Disney villain mode. And she's like, Danielle, I just feel like the people who you're riding for would never ride for you like that. Like, do you think that's true? I keep going back and forth on that. I mean, if we're talking Carl, I don't think Carl would probably ride for Danielle. Mm -mm. Lindsay? don't know but the thing is like it seemed to be something seemed to be hitting for danielle <laughs> and i think that's all that matters yes so she starts sobbing and i think like even i was thinking i was trying to figure this out and i was like yes danielle rides hard and she fights for Lindsay. like she will stand up for Lindsay, all that stuff but i think she does that because she understands that Lindsay is a misunderstood person Mm -hmm. I think that Danielle herself feels like she's not really misunderstood because she knows how to get her point across. Like there's more to defend with Lindsay because Lindsay does indefensible things. So <laughs> you have Lindsay's to like representative. Uh -huh. Yeah. She has to, she needs a representative. Exactly. Yeah. Like Danielle doesn't necessarily need a representative, but she would also, she seems like the person that would never put her friends in that position right right but and but the other thing is like even before the season aired i kind of thought what Paige said was true like we do see danielle you know being supportive of Lindsay through every dude that she falls in love with um every relationship every breakup and then it kind of felt to me like Lindsay found her person and then was just like bye <laughs> and danielle's like oh what what's going on yeah that's true that is very true um and like we said you wouldn't be crying that hard if you if it didn't actually if it wasn't actually a little bit true danielle right right because i would yes. be livid like yes. if i had friends like that like i feel like all of my friends at this point are people that would ride for me so if somebody said that i'd be like fuck you <laughs> you know like i i feel i feel that and i feel like danielle did not feel that Paige hit on something she did. Now I have to ask, does Paige ever ride for anybody? Um she rode for Sierra once at some point. She she did. She did, um, I guess, kind of. Maybe it was Austin. I would have to watch back. I, I don't have a full answer for you. <laughs> oh, <honestly. laughs> yeah. She did. You're right. She she screamed at Austin. Yeah. But then eventually she turned her age towards Lindsay, which is the usual. Right. Um I, I mean, I guess when it came down to like Hannah versus Kyle, I felt like Paige didn't quite, did she? I can't remember. It was <sighs> it's, it, I mean, if she didn't ride for Hannah, I could, I wouldn't blame her, frankly. Yeah, I mean, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I might Talk give about, her a pass on that one. <laughs> Talk about indefensible. It truly. <laughs> yeah. Um. They go back to the house. Everybody basically goes to bed. Um. This guy, Josh, that is there with sam i yeah. mean so cringe very uncomfortable yeah that's what i was saying like okay you're not interested in her clearly um do you want to act like you're interested in anything at all because you're not coming off that great on television just looking at your phone <laughs> it was okay so when sam is at the part at the that like that little whatever beer garden and uh she's trying to shoot her shot with josh it kind of reminded me of like early seasons like Lindsay hubbard like that was like mm -hmm. a a baby Hubbard move right there. Yeah. Um, very <laughs> sure. uncomfortable. Josh was like, okay. It felt like to me that Josh and Oliver's friend, Rob, like they were just there at the house. And I was like, are we auditioning? 
what's going on here i mean at one point i was i was thinking josh is giving kind of like hobosexual here like did you do you just need a place to crash like i'm just gonna be nice enough to her so i can stay in this half of the king bed because otherwise wherever the hell i'm staying at i'm either gonna have to go back in the city the trains would close or i'm gonna have to crash on somebody's couch and i don't want to have to take the uber there so let me just sleep with her <laughs> they're all getting ready to leave the house they're all yeah. like okay we're all leaving Bye. Have a safe trip back. And he's sitting at like the door on the yeah. bench inside of the house. And Sam is like in the back at the pool, and he's like not even talking to her. Like, okay, see you, Sierra. Bye, Oliver. Bye. <laughs> what? Weird. <laughs> Did you get lost? What are you doing here? Just waiting for Madonna, I guess. <laughs> Which is kind of incredible. <sighs> I mean, good for you. <laughs> And that really paints a picture. And like all, all these years, I've been wondering who's Madonna's type. Okay, boring as fuck boxer. That must be it. Twenty yeah. twenty four to twenty nine. That's it. <laughs> I don't think she needs them to do any talking. And 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 God bless her for getting to that point. I hope to be there at one point. <laughs> I, know, I hope one day <laughs> that's what I can do. <laughs> we should wish that for all of us. Honestly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, finally, Danielle and Kyle talk and uh, Kyle basically says that uh, he texted Carl already the night before and he said, I'm done. Classic, classic, like a girlfriend move, like drunk in the middle of the night. Like, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> drama. Like imagine getting that text from your boss at like probably what, like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, Kyle. It's just, it's so, it's so funny. Cause like Danielle's like, Hey, like, let's just talk about it. I don't want to be, I don't want you to be upset. I just feel like it wasn't the right thing for you to, he's like, it's too late. <laughs> already texted him. I'm done. Danielle's like, okay, well. Like he had me in the first half and he was like, I am failing as a friend and I'm yeah. failing as a CEO and I'm not handling this correctly. And so I'm going to tell you before I tell him that I'm firing him. And I also texted him way late at night on a Saturday that I'm done. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wonder like, is Kyle good at his job or is Kyle um, just banking on this show and kind of writing that it's hard to tell i feel like kyle has a very specific niche uh, position within lover boy and like i don't think that like he should be handling other employees i think mm. he should be just doing whatever he's doing at that standing desk and like letting <laughs> the professionals do their thing i'm sure he's great at like whatever i don't know what he does within the business but like it's doing well i just think that like you got to keep your friends out of it. You got to keep the management part out of it or something. I also would like to know what does Amanda do since she, what does she do? <laughs> she does the merch. Okay. I think like every time Loverboy has like a new flavor, I think she does the art. Okay. She's got a like, Canva account probably. <laughs> <laughs> she has. Oh, well, I don't have one. So okay. got <laughs> that over on me. She's a pro Canva account. She pays $25 a month for it. Ooh, okay, fair enough. Writes it off in her taxes. Yeah, written off to Loverboy LLC. Yep. <laughs> well, speaking of Amanda, next week, everybody's back in the house. Danielle, during a game, says she doesn't trust Amanda. And then Kyle screams about Lindsay motherfucking Hubbard. I cannot wait to see the evolution of this. How do we get from point A to point B? How I'm, I'm bated breath to see what happens. 
I, I can't wait. I like just in the preview, like Kyle having a tantrum and those glimpses between Lindsay and Carl, I was like, Ooh, Ooh, I love mm-hmm. this. This is electric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We haven't seen Kyle was activated since like the 24 page letter. Oh my like, God. You're right. Even two or three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course the letter. How could we yes. <laughs> release that letter? I want it. I want it so bad. I feel like if somebody paid the work as twins, they would probably release the letter. Okay, <laughs> let's wrap up. Do you have any other thoughts about these people? No, I'm just happy my friends are back. I'm thrilled. <laughs> I'm at home. I'm at home. I really am. Yeah, our bicoastal babies. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kara, this has been a delight. Um, I mean, I love you. I love this podcast. I love your Twitter. I love your Instagram. Oh, You're I even on TikTok too. now. Yeah, I'm doing a lot. Too much, probably. <laughs> but thank you. The feeling's mutual. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Please tell everybody about everything you have going on, where they can find you, and all that stuff. Yeah, you can find my podcast, Everyone's Business But Mine, everywhere you listen to podcasts. You can find my Instagram at Everyone's Business But Mine. Um, and yeah, I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash EBBM podcast. This week, we're talking about the Murdoch murders. So check it out. Amazing. And also Arthi told me to say, uh, give her, give her love to you for all the sister wives work that you're doing. Uh, bless you. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> I got you girl. <laughs> That's it for this week. Uh, this week's Vanderpump rules and summer house episodes. I'll be back later on this week to talk about the Miami, Miami finale. And I'm sure the Gorgas are fighting again. So. <laughs>